Welcome to the Language of Hope podcast. Our host, Betty Chenchene, is the senior pastor of New Spring AG, a visionary, a teacher, and one who believes in the second coming of Christ. And now to today's message. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25. So, the whole of this month happens to be our month of serving our way to the top. Amen and amen. Tell the one sitting beside, serve your way to the top. Or tell him again, say, serve your way to the top. There is a way to get to the top and it's by service. It's by service. By service, you serve your way to the top. Exodus 23, 25. Exodus 23, 25. Exodus, good. So you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Said thou shalt serve the Lord your God. And when you serve him, there is something that he will do for you. Amen and amen. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. It's a great thing to serve the Lord. I'm speaking to you on a message I've entered. It's a great thing to serve the Lord. It's a great thing to serve the Lord. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Galatians 2 20. It said, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. Who loved me and gave himself for me. Somebody has lived for you. And you also have to what? Live for him. So now the life that you are living, you have to sacrifice yourself. Sacrifice your being. Sacrifice everything. And commit your all to him. Glory be to God. Tell the one sitting beside, say, it's a great thing to serve the Lord. <laughs> no, tell him again. If the one you are telling is not minded, you turn it to three or four people and tell them it's a great thing to serve the Lord. It's God's desire and plan that everybody becomes a servant. Everybody becomes a servant. That you will serve him no matter what. Who is a servant? A servant is the one that serves the interest of others. A servant is the one that serves the interest of others. So decide to be one of God's servants. Because it's a great thing to serve the Lord. It's a great thing to serve the Lord. Many people claim they've served God and they didn't see anything. No, you didn't serve God. You didn't serve God. Nobody has served the Lord and remained the same. It has never happened. It's one of the greatest things. If I'm to run you through scriptures, all the great people that lived, they could attest with that. Everything they can testify or boast of was as a result of their service to God. As a result, we can look at some of these men. No matter what you do, you can be a servant of God. All these people I'm talking to you about were great people. Were great people, but they were not men of God. That is the underlying word here. They were great people, but they were not men of God. Sometimes when you talk about service, people think that it's only men of God, it's only this one, it's only apostles. No, 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 no. Anybody you see in scripture... 
that serve the Lord so greatly. Some of them even served the Lord before the call caught up with them on, along the way. Glory be to God. Naaman had a maid servant. The maid servant was an evangelist. When you read 2 Kings chapter 5, it talks about the fact that the maid servant even showed him that there is a prophet in this city. You should go and you will receive his deliverance. And indeed he received it. Glory be to God. Now let's look at some of the people that lived and served the Lord. Yes, they were not men of God. Exodus 32 verse 13. Exodus 32 verse 13. I'm going to show you how to serve your way to the top. Glory be to God. And it's by service. Exodus 32 said, Remember Abraham. So he's trying to help us to recall some of the people that lived that they were not men of God, but they were just servants. He said, remember Abraham. Abraham was not a man of God. Isaac was not a man of God. And Israel, he's talking about Jacob, was not a man of God. Your servants. They were not men of God, but they were servants. And to whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and all this land that I have spoken of, I give to your descendants. And they shall inherit it forever and ever. Who was Abraham? Abraham was, I mean, was, a, let me say, a farmer in cattle. He deals in cattle and whatever, whatever. That was Abraham. Isaac too was a farmer. Oh, let's put our hands together for the man of God. <laughs> Powerful crowd. Apostle, you are welcome. You are welcome. Glory be to God. So all these people were servants. They were servants that served the Lord. And they served the Lord greatly. They served the Lord to the top. Moses was a servant of God. Moses was a servant of God. He was the head of the state of Israel. He was the head. So what I'm trying to tell you is that you can be a, a banker. You can be a doctor. And yes, there will be a servant in the house of God. So the place of service is not reserved for men of God. It's not reserved for apostles. It's reserved for every believer and every child of God. Glory be to God. Joshua chapter 1 verse 7. Joshua chapter 1 verse 7. Joshua chapter 1 verse 7. It said, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my what? So Moses was who? Moses was a servant. But not only a servant, he was also the head of state of Israel. So don't let your position in the society deny you from serving God. Glory be to God. So no matter your pedigree, your status quo, you are qualified to be a servant. Say, I am a servant. David too was a servant. But at the same time, the prime minister of Israel. But yet still, he was deeply involved in serving God. 1 Kings 8.25 1 Kings 8.25 1 Kings 8.25 1 Kings 8.25 It said, Therefore, Lord God of Israel, now keep what you promised your servant who? So David too was what? A servant, my father, saying you shall not fail to have a man sit before me on the throne of Israel. Only if your son take heed to their way that they walk before me as you've walked before me. So the greatest title in this kingdom is to be called a servant. That is the greatest title. It's not major archbishop, major prophet, whatever, emeritus, whatever. It's to be a servant. 
So if you see any man, you meet any man who is not serving and who is not a servant, it means that the man is missing a lot. There is a lot that is reserved in the place of service. Glory be to God. Job too was a servant. But yes, though, he was a businessman. Bible describes him as one of the wealthiest men that lived in the East. So if Job lived in the East, it means that at that point in time, Job could have been qualified as one of the wealthiest men in China or Japan or whatever. Glory be to God. Job chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. Job chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. Job chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. Quickly. Job 1, verse 1 to 4. So Job chapter 1, verse 1. Job 1, 1. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was blameless and upright. And one who feared God and shunned evil. Verse 2. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. Verse 3. Also his possessions were 7,000 sheep. 3,000 camels. So he's describing Job. I don't know what, what I mean you have now that is denying you from serving him. But look at such a great man and look at his possessions. I keep saying that in the olden days, they quantified their wealth in cattle and in sheep and those things. So this was the one to prove that this somebody is rich or somebody is great. 500 female donkeys and a very large household. So that this man was the greatest of all people. Of what? The greatest of all. Continue. Verse 4. And his sons would go and feast in their houses each on his appointed day and would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. Jump to verse 8. Look at that. Verse 8. Verse 8. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered who? <laughs> the greatest of all in the east. Yesterday he was what? A servant. Say, I will be a servant of the Lord. No matter my position, I will be a servant in the Lord. Glory be to God. So make a decision to be a servant of God. Glory be to God. No billionaire can compare himself to a servant of God. No billionaire. I'm telling you. No billionaire. Now, you see, Abraham was a servant. Let me show you something here. Abraham was a servant of the Lord. Now, Abraham was so humble to the extent that every servant must be obedient to the master's instruction or master's word. That proves that you're a servant. Go this way and you're going. Go that way and you're going. You're following. That proves that you're a servant. You can't be a servant whereby your master is going, say, go left, you go right. You're not a servant. Abraham was a servant. Now, the Lord visited Abraham and told Abraham, watch this, told Abraham to leave his father's house and leave his kindred and go to a land that he will show him, which you've not shown him any land. But since he's a servant, he just has to follow. Sometimes, just as you are sitting here, I can tell you to get up. And you stand now. You can stand here till I finish preaching. You can't ask me, why are you causing me to stand? Because why? You're a servant. You are just obeying your master's instruction. Now, when Abraham obeyed his father's instruction, master's instruction, now look at something here. He left his house, left everything he had. Didn't know where he was going. Not knowing the Lord had wanted to share or give a portion of the kingdom to Abraham. He wanted Abraham to be a partner in the heaven estate. So today, anybody that goes to heaven say that I'm going to Abraham's bosom. Which place in heaven do we call Abraham's bosom? Yamiyaman estate be why friend Abraham's bosom. And that is as a result of being obedient as a servant. 
Kaube yi yanu ena minkwahi ena na ena yesu nyamini yehuhwe ena osaka kire me se min sori na minko ena me kwai na me hu baabia wankire me baabia meko he wanted to give you something that you can't you can't quantify in value on earth sometimes when we are following god eh it's not that you might not get anything on earth but remember your place has been reserved in heaven a better place that you can compare it to no matter your pedigree as a billionaire, you can't buy an estate in heaven. Now, like, Pastor Roy, is it? Am I lying? You can't buy it. But just being obedient as a servant, he had an estate in heaven. And that estate is what we call Abraham Bosom. Abraham Abraham An estate is called an estate. And a bimopo brao kruma, and we had two streets. Kruma. And that is what is going. Anybody that has set his way in the Lord, I pray for you. You may miss something on earth, but you will not miss what has been reserved for you in heaven. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. So we look at Abraham and we could see that he didn't serve the Lord and lost anything. Now let's look at some wealthy servant in this generation that have served God. They were not just, no, sometimes you see people want to tempt Christianity as, as a that is how we, we, we in our society we want the thing to look like so as why you're frustrated and that is how so many people say do you know Stephen Abia you know that he is the protocol officer in his church Stephen Abia good that is how so many people make it to look like but that is not how it's, it's supposed to be no matter who you are, you can be a servant. And there's a reason why God blesses us and puts us in certain places. Now, let's quickly rush through and look at some great men that were servants. And you see, they were, they were blessed. So, so blessed. It's not as if that they needed it. We don't serve God because we need something from him. We don't serve him because, we, because of what he has done for us. We've sold ourselves out to him. Let's look at John D. Rockefeller. The first American billionaire. The first. When we say he was the first American billionaire, it means that he was the first person that saw a million dollar. John D. Rockefeller. And he was the chief protocol in his church. Chief protocol. You can't walk in this life without serving anything. I'm telling you. It's either you choose to serve God or you serve something else. I'm telling you. Many people refuse to serve God and they will serve their problems. Glory be to God. John D. Rockefeller, the first American billionaire, was the chief protocol in his church. Let's look at another man. <laughs> William Colgate. This is the man behind Colgate toothpaste. The man, how many people have heard of Colgate toothpaste? You've heard of it, Colgate, the one we used to brush, brush our teeth. The man behind it. And he's also the man behind Irish Spring. You know Irish Spring? Good. How many of you are using it to bath? He's the man behind it. They used to call him Deacon Colgate. Well, now, Grandma, we're better. So, you people want just have harvest time. Look at our mother. What's the mommy out here? Glory be to God. No matter the age, he still see himself as a servant. Mate, Mark, I said, Mama, better is your better. Only say, 
They used to call him Deacon Colgate. He promoted American Bible Society and free distribution of Bibles. He put all his money, the money that he earned from Colgate toothpaste and Irish Spring, he put it all in publicizing Bibles, promoting Bibles. This is one of the greatest men that lived. He is still a servant. Glory be to God. Let's look at Henry Haynes. Henry Haynes. He's the man behind big beans. Why didn't the big beans? Why didn't the big beans? They're Gary and beans now. Big beans is the beans in the can. The one in the can. He's the man. One in the ketchup. Da. The man behind ketchup is the one we are talking about here. Henry Haynes. <laughs> and let's look at this. A successful businessman. He's the brain behind Sunday school. Sunday school in the whole world. He's the man behind it. The brain behind Sunday school. Sunday school, I teach every year called Sunday school. The name Sunday school, how it came about. He's the man behind it. Don't be too busy with small success and not see yourself as a servant. Don't be too busy with small blessing and leave yourself out of the major blessing. He's the man behind Sunday school. He had 27 factories. 27 factories. And it was being said that every weekend he's moving from one place to another promoting Sunday school. Every weekend. Every weekend. Every weekend. You see, before this man died, they asked him what he wanted. He said that on my tomb, right on my tomb, Harry Haynes, a church boy, before an entrepreneur. That is what they should write on his tomb. What? Because he Bob Ziga, alias, open to me and say me. Sir, but this man said that they should write on the tomb. Harry Haynes, church man before entrepreneur. Glory be to God. Let's look at another man called David Green. David Green. They call him the biblical millionaire. Biblical millionaire. As of 2014, he was worth 5.1 billion. I don't know by now. <laughs> One. 5.1 billion. By now it has increased. He is a major financial contributor to evangelical organizations. Major contributor. He built a Bible museum in Washington with his family and it was worth 800 million dollars. He gathered Bibles that has been produced in the world in the library. He wants people to engage. Anytime anybody gets into them, he wants people to engage the word of God. He was the owner of Hobby and Lobby. How many of you have heard of it? Hobby and Lobby. He was the owner of it. He made sure all his employees are saved, not by force. But he has pastors coming around every day to preach to them whilst you are working. There is one pastor standing on you, preaching the word, making sure you are born again. One time he got 15 of his managers born again in a day. 15 of his managers. He intentionally paid twice the minimum wage of America in his company 
So let's take for instance, if America, everybody is being paid $8, he will pay you $16. He intentionally. They don't work on Sundays. They don't work on Sundays. Recently, he paid $100 million for them to do an advert for two minutes at the American Super Bowl. And the purpose was to make Jesus popular again. He had a meeting with his family and told them the money I'm making is for God. So nobody should venture. Nobody should come around him. He said, I made all my money through Titan. That is why they call him Biblical Bilonaya. What do you have? Where have you got into? <laughs> that you can't serve the Lord. Recently, a young man walked in the church and he said that when I look at where the Lord is taking me, Pastor Nana is a witness. As how many of you, where the Lord is taking me and what the Lord has done, it was a seed I dropped in this house and I saw a door open. And the seed I dropped, I dropped the seed all because I'm saying that they should push and advance missions. It was mission work. And he first released a check of uh, 2,000. He first released a check of 20,000. So monthly 2,000 is pushing the kingdom. Then a mega contract opened for him. Bam. I was here. The guy came and said, man of God, I see that the thing works. The 2,000 is too small. I want to add 3,000 again. Making it every month 5,000. I want to advance the kingdom. I don't know by the end of this, this year. No, now I know that the guy will increase the thing to 10,000. Because the thing, no, it works like a magical. I'm telling you, it works like a magic. You see, many people started so well serving God, but don't and learn the line. They miss it somewhere. I keep saying that anything that builds you up has the ability to bring you down. There was a great man in this city. He was doing so well. That what I mean blew the man up was as a result of the fact that the man had 200 men of God on his payroll and built a very tall story building as a as, squad. As and the story building, no, it was only men of God that were inside. They don't do anything. 200. What they are doing is that, not all the 200 were in the story, but what they are, they had the 200 on the payroll. What they are doing is that they are just praying for the man of God and the business. Here is the case. He employed one HR or whatever, whatever. These young ladies that are think that they've gone to school, they know calculation, they know um, what do they call it? Um, uh, demand return or what supply energy, whatever. One, um, so, so. And a uh, co-employee lady, a lady by. So the lady was trying to pull, pull everything. When they pull, they said, ah, "Who are all these people?" He said, "They are men of God." He said, ah, "Have you built churches?" I said, "No." I said, what are they doing in this thing? I said, oh, I just paid them the prayer. I said, no, it's not done that way. Remove all of them. And you remove all the pastors from the payroll. Yeah, can you guess it? Now, Major General is to the number first. First. My wife is mine. Now, listen. You know. And then, 50 cities are the best. Kube, Kube, Kube. Kube, you're talking 50 cities. Huh? You're talking to say. Say cities. Who told you here? Hey, Kube say cities. I mean, don't be that. And you see now. Hey, I'll call you. 
Now two offerings say. Utoku bese series. No two offerings say. Ah? Utmeme say. Mese utoku bese series. No two offerings say. Say. Twenty. Kubese offering twenty. My God. Okra des what can be? Obi kubese series. No two offering one series. Now, the man will go bankrupt. Why? He missed it along the line. He missed it along the line. What builds you up has the ability to bring you down. So you must be watchful. So what does it mean to serve God as a servant? What does it mean? What does it mean? It means to seek first the interest of the one you are serving and not your own interest. Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all. Seek ye first. Genesis 4, 4. Give me Genesis 4, 4. What does it mean to serve God as a servant? Seek him first. Seek him first. Today I was up one lady, it pained my heart. Hey! You can't remember a lady that last two weeks was then I prophesied to here. He was sitting here. You remember? You remember the things that I said? You, do you remember? You don't recall the prophecy I gave her. There was a lady. Is it last two weeks? The last day of or a day before of change of story. If you recall, she was here. It was on Sunday. Sunday that she was sitting here that I even prayed for pour oil on. That I beg God on her behalf that Father forgive her, she will do it again. You people don't recall. Huh? Don't mention it. You recall. You recall. Today, two Sundays now I've not seen her. I tested her. I said, hey, now I've been engaged with so many things. I said, okay, continue. There's so many things to engage you. That is when you look for the one that brought all the things that has engaged us in this world. Never, never put anything first in your life. Put God first. When you put God first, you become first in all things. I'm telling you. When you put God first, you become first in all things. Genesis 4, verse 4. Genesis 4, 4. Genesis 4, 4. Genesis 4 4. Abel also brought of the first what? Firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offerings. Why? Because he put God first. If the Lord should bless you today, and if you are to get a car, a brand new car, where will you first take it? Shoo! Bucking up, bucking still. And never heard you in your diary. Yeah. And I won't go Tuesday. Not even man of God pray and dedicate the car to God. Buckingham Bucking still should be the first to sit in the car. Okay. Okay. You see, sometimes God will test us in so many ways to know where our heart is. Is really is. 
telling you. Many people, small blessing can prove to God that their heart was never with God. Their heart was never with God. Anything God has given to you, it was not for you. It was just to make you put him first. Put him first. Glory be to God. There's no way me as I've worked on the I've worked some anti from and there's no way me I will get a car, I will be late to church. I'm not late. Now how am I getting a car? If there's no way I will get a car and start thinking of planning a party. <laughs> I'll start thinking of how to carry souls, gather them and bring them to church. Give God the first aspect of your life. The first thing. First thing. You know why I love teaching? Because teaching will deliver so many people from bondage. Something that has fought. You said, it is the Lord that teaches me to profit. Without teaching, you can't make any profit. It's not about prayer, prayer. Many people pray amiss. He said, we pray amiss. Sometimes even grab the prayer point that direction is wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Glory be to God. So put God first. What does it mean to serve God? As I said, put Him first in everything. Put, give Him your first energy. Your first energy must be given to God. Never give God the tired side of you. Never. Give Him the best. Give Him the first. Give Him everything. That is why I talk to people. I tell people that, you see, if you, you see, that is how some people have served God and they don't see anything that they are serving God. But it's not. Who's serving God? You are serving God. You are serving God. You're, and you know a God of Sunday, but you don't know a God of all this. So your treatment on Sunday is different from Tuesday and Wednesday. And you claim you are serving God. You've got it wrong. This one, you must be taught. Either than that, you serve him for years and you don't see anything. Sundays, Tuesday, we'll be to the way at all. And then it didn't go to the way, but Sunday, no question. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And the Tuesday, you're going to offer them to the way. All these things, you know, when it comes to serving God, you must come to understand all these things. Understand all these things. Because anything we throw to God, it will bounce back to us. You give Him. A tired energy on Tuesday, he also give you a tired blessing. Glory be to God. So give him the first aspect of yourself. What does it mean to serve God as a servant? It means you have to promote the person you are serving. You promote him. You promote the person you are serving. You don't promote yourself. It's all about God. It's all about God. Just as I'm standing here, I'm promoting the master. I'm promising, yes, he has just put me here as a servant to promote him. So I'm just speaking about his goodness. Just speaking about, I don't have anything. I don't have to play any major role in whatever I'm saying here. It's not about me. It's about you. As 26 verse 22. As 26 verse 22. As 26 verse 22. As 26 verse 22. It said, therefore, having obtained help from God, to this day, I stand. How many people have obtained help from God? Oh, it's by the mercies of the Lord that we are not consumed. So we've obtained mercy. I know there is something that you are believing God for and you've gotten hold of it yet. But you can also attest, you can't attest to the fact that God has not done anything for you. He has done something for you. So if you know you've obtained help from God, give it back. 
you go about the world. Say, having obtained mercy for, to this day I stand, witnessing both small and great, saying no other things than those which the prophet and Moses said would come. You go about promoting him. You are just a servant. So you go about. Well, you can't say that you are working in MTN but you are promoting Vodafone. It's wrong. It's wrong. That's why sometimes I don't understand some people and their status. A servant promote your master. You are promoting another master. And that is the devil. Hmm? What the bomb bomb are you see? Are two status. Me? So for me, me am me to me me you are promoting another thing. You are prom- and who say Adiabiwa who promote a yakono? Adia won't win a yakono. Adia won't need a yakono. Mimi need no 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 hunda and no hun no me conda. I'm talking DPF. Some of you, you are lost. You make another mazi. Ah, Mimi Yagi, who did get to a and yamakono nen yan china. You are a servant. You've been employed as a servant. So what you have to do is that promote your master. You are promoting Vodafone at the end of the month. You are working in MTN. You are promoting Vodafone. Then you come back for your pay from MTN. It doesn't work. You can't travel on the ticket of the enemy and expect God to meet you at the airport. It doesn't work that way. So let's promote him. Everywhere, promote him. Tell him, join me to church. Let's go to church. Come and see what the Lord has done. I know this God. Promote him. Everywhere you are talking about him, you are promoting him. Glory be to God. That is what you have to do. If God cannot use any other thing, if God cannot use you, any other thing can use you. If God cannot use you, any other thing can use you. So I'm speaking to uh, my lovely ladies here. If God cannot use you, guys will use you. <laughs> I'm speaking to you, sir. <laughs> sir, if God cannot use you, any other thing can use you. Young man, apostle of God, if God cannot use you, ladies will use you as a messenger. Go here, go and buy this one for me. Go and take this one from here. Go and take this one from here. Huh? I say, me go invite you. Go be Sorry. Hi, my God. Now me call ya. They be all postponed. They be all postponed. They be. I'm saying, nah, go away, make drink. I see that he also washed or Sunday at home actually not washing. They have decided that this time around, I will go and join you to wash. Then you do it quick, quick, quick. Then we go. If no man does so, I will join you so that we wash. Hi, my God. <laughs> Prophet of God. Say, <laughs> baby, you so boy, no. Oh, so boy, so boy, no, sorry. Then your man will say, so for them, it's dirty. Hey. 
I'm telling you. <laughs> huh. Say, use me, Lord. Nothing will use me. Use me, Lord. Use me, use me. Hey. Tell you, all of us, we've been used before. I'm telling you, we know what we are talking about. Baby, I won't fight. That to me can was him. I'm telling you, and you can't even say the, the guy. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. It has been a long journey, and it's not easy. It's not easy, but the Lord will use you. I said nothing will use you apart from the Lord. Somebody lift your hands and say, "Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord." If you can't promote whom you are serving, you are not a servant. You have to promote him. What does it mean to serve God as a servant? You contribute to the interest of the one you are serving. Put your resources at the disposal of the one you are serving. Luke 1. Luke chapter 8 verse 1. Luke chapter 8 verse 1. Put your resources at the disposal of the one you are serving. Luke 8. Good. Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. They were with him promoting the descent. Verse 2. The twelve were. And certain women who had been healed of evil spirit and infirmities. Mary called Madeline out of whom had come seven demons. Verse 3. And Joanna the wife of Shusa. Herod Stewart and Susanna and many others who provided for him from their what? They provided for him from where? Their substance. What did Out of your substance, you still can give. My wife there, she's not like that. <laughs> Glory be to God. So they served the Lord out of what? Their substance. That shows that you're a servant. You serve with something out of your interest. You see, many people, when you talk about serving God out of there, they will say that I don't have money. Miniska. But listen to me. Apart from money, there is something that you have. Serve him with it. Serve him with it. Service is not only about money. But you have a result. You have beauty. Serving with it. You see, Esther's beauty became a tool of deliverance for the people of Israel. Esther didn't have anything, but he had beauty. And when your beauty falls into the hands of God, it becomes a weapon. It becomes a weapon. So you may not have money, but you have beauty. You may not have money, but you have wisdom. You are an architect in church. That is your resource. Use it. Use it. 
So let's say you are your beauty, whatever, whatever, you are makeup artist. Then during one of the programs, you say that I'm carrying all the I'm doing the makeup for free and all the protocol makeup for free. You are using it as your resource. Resource. You use it. Glory be to God. I can't remember when we wanted to hold Bishop. It was somebody's card the person gave to us. The person is not even a church member. He gave the card to us. Use it. Use it. Serve God. If we are servant, then we must have something to offer. If we claim we are servant, we must have something to what offer. When you go to the restaurant, you're just, you're just, you're just a servant. When they come, please, what can I offer you? Do you have something to offer? Eh? Let me, let's take for instance this is a mortal billionaire that has worked into a Chinese restaurant and you a servant employee, you cut 1.5 at the end of every month and you are asking what can I offer you it proves to you that no matter who you are as a servant in the kingdom you may not have anything but you have something to offer say what can I offer you when the man of use you when the man of please you have something to offer. Some of you, you don't have money. But take the washroom as your project. Take the washroom as your Come, do it. Find something to do. You are serving him with what? Your interest. Give yourself. You may not have something, but you can give yourself. Give yourself. There was one, one I can't remember many years ago, I used to have a friend, Richard Akufu. He had a little brother. Then he went for a program. We were all sitting now. We didn't have anything. The man of God was calling for seed, calling for seed, calling for seed. He has called for seed from 10,000, this, down, 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 down. The guy was just sitting now. He got to whatever. The guy just walked to the prophet. He was, I quite remember prophet, Elbenani. He just walked to him. I remember that. I will never forget. Just walked to me. He did this. The man of God said, where is your money? He said, I don't have. I'm giving myself. You may not have anything, but you can give yourself wholly to him. Not having anything at all, you can give yourself. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9. Philippians 2 verse 9. Philippians 2 verse 9. Philippians 2 verse 9. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every other name. Verse 10. Verse 10. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. Verse 11. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory. Why has he been given such a name? Because what? He gave himself. He gave himself. At that point in time, the son didn't have anything. He just had himself to save the whole world. And he gave it. You may not have, but give yourself. Give your time. Give your commitment. Give your dedication. And God will convert all these things and give it back to you. Glory be to God. So come to understand that you may not have it. There was a great man of God, Kenneth Copeland, that there was one young guy in the church, that this um, young guy went to the man of God and said, that man of God, I don't have money, but what can I? I want to do something for you. I want to do something for the ministry. What can I? He said, you don't have money, but you have prayer. Pray every hour, one hour for the church or for me. The guy started praying. The guy started praying. The guy got uh, $10. After starting praying, he got, he got $10. Then he gave it to the church. He got $100 and he gave it to the church. Now, it is being said that the guy has given $1 million to the, this thing. 
Start from where you are. Serve God. Serve Him. Serve Him. And He will serve you with your interests. Some of you, there is something that you don't have. Serve God to get it. Serve God to have it. Glory be to God. So serve no man. Serve God. Serve God. Don't serve yourself. Nobody will serve himself to be rewarded. No man is so mad to reward himself. Have you seen a man standing and just rewarding himself? Let's invite this, then, 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 then the man is standing there and he will, he will reward himself and say, shake hands. Have you seen that? Then that man is mad. A servant serves his master. It means that all rewards are with masters. Set them to have it. Don't serve yourself. And understand that God does not reward rebels. He does not reward rebels. Why God does not reward rebels? Because when he does that, he is strengthening them in their rebellious acts. So he not reward them. He won't reward you. So when it comes to service, be obedient. Where God has instructed you, just do that. Have you realized that anybody that serves his master, he automatically opens the master's heart to him. You see, sometimes, you know, that is why, let me take for instance, but automatically when you get there, you start looking, as a your service has automatically opened your master's heart for you. And that is how it works in the kingdom. Some of you, you've automatically, by your service, you've opened God's heart. By your service. By your service. What does it mean to serve God? Be useful to the person you are serving. Run errands for him. You must be there available to run errands for him. First Chronicles 25 verse 8. Be there available. Go about doing something for him. You, Sir, what can I do for you? What is left for me to do for you? Sir, where do I do that? That is service. Do that. What does it mean to serve? Obey your master's instruction. Be willing and obedient to your master's instructions. John 2 5. He said, Whatever he tells you, do it. Whatever he tells you, do it. Whatever he tells you, do it. Do it. What are the blessings in seven? The blessing of prosperity. Job 36, verse 11. Job 36, verse 11. The blessing. When I say, what are the blessings in it? The blessing of prosperity. Job 36 verse 11. He said that if they obey, not just obey him, but they do what? Serve him. They shall spend. So if you realize, service comes with obedience. Anyway, you be before. Now because he said, go do this. Give me. 10% of everything and I will open the floodgate. Don't go and do otherwise. Then you come and blame him. You are not being obedient. Give it back. You are not being obedient. So we have to assess, check our service. Many people have done it years and they didn't see anything. But there was a man that served God and he came to a point and said that So He doesn't work. It doesn't work. Hey, now battery, 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 any nipper, battery, car battery. What the negative man, negative creativity starting? Also, the positive come on, starting. Car battery. Now, see what's soon, I mean, I'm working. What are you talking about? One may sit the terminals. 
you miss it. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and in their years in pleasure. If they obey, they shall serve. They shall serve and they shall have prosperity to themselves. I quite remember um, you, I will share it with you one of these days. In my early prophetic destiny, ah, one lady walked to me and said, ah, you keep saying that on my birthday destiny. Now, now I'm confessing. Oh. You prophesied to me now on my birthday. You've done it three times. Now on my birthday, this is what the, it will happen. This one he wanted no to. Is, uh, now let me speak to you something. Sometimes, Yana, we are not obedient. You just see the date, date of birth. You just see the Lord has not said anything to it again. As a prophet, you want to use your this thing because And this one, you will say that you saw it and you said that nothing has happened. Master, you were no obedient. He didn't add anything to it. What he has said. You can't use anything to substitute service. You can't use anything to substitute fasting. You can't use anything to substitute prayer. Another person would done it by Bonoman is you too, Mebois. It's you too, real so I was here at Adnecho. It's you too, Woodchaman is you too, was here at you. We must be mindful, very, very everything he has said. But you do exactly. You will not have an issue with him. And everything he has said, you will see Vidicanochi. Ah, what did your memo and to say? Who be Cassie? What's your name? I'm not the only one I keep telling my wife that listen, anything we don't see we are saving and we are don't see we have to go to our closet and check it before God to speak anyhow. You're too vulnerable. You're nobody can stand before God and say I've served God and I didn't see. You lie bad. You lie bad. If you're including us men of God, you lie bad. It has never happened. That is why I'm telling you, even battery will respond to your dictates when you do it the right way. But when you do it the wrong way, no matter you taking your money to die, but it will never respond to you. It will never respond to you. There is no way, Mama. Nyame. Ladies will get them, will prepare you brush so man in bright. Now you home as well. There is a force that will be resisting and battling you. Because why? Oh no, I can't want to say oh 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 so he will resist it. So you yourself know 
But have you forgotten? There is pride ever at all. So all the time, no, when you go, it's not going. Check it. Sit down. Assess it. Analyze. Check it. I'm pleading with you. Check it. Check it. There is nobody. There is nobody. The last thing. Sorrow free life. Sorrow free life. Anybody that serves God, he will take sorrow away from you. Proverbs 10, 22. Proverbs 10, 22. Proverbs 10, 22. Sorrow free life. Proverbs 10, 22. Proverbs 10, 22. Pro Proverbs 10, 22. He said, the blessing of the Lord make it one what? Rich. And he asked, no what? Sorrow with it. That is why if you are here, no matter what, no matter how they pay you, never decide to work on Sundays. Sundays. Unless you've done what God, you've done your abandon, then you're there. It's not the number of hours you work that will bring you money. If you keep doing that, you're adding sorrow to your life. It's the blessing of the Lord that make it a man rich. They are doing that. Are doing. Because we ourselves have not come to understand this. It will be crazy. Uh, it will be crazy. What are the blessings? Sickness free. Sickness free. Exodus 23, 25. I said, and if you will serve me, I will bless your water and bless your food and take sickness out. Do you know why he said he will bless your food and bless your Most of the sicknesses we encounter are through food and through water. Yes, soon, through these ways that sickness gets to us, he will take it away from us. The last thing, long life. Genesis 23, 26. Long life. When you serve him, Genesis 23. Genesis 23, 26. Genesis 23, 26. Genesis 23, 26. Genesis 23, 26. It's what? It's not, there's no 26. Hey, what is that? 23, 26. There's no 23, 26. Eh? Really? Long life. There's nothing like that. Let me see. Twenty-three twenty. And no twenty-six. That let twenty-three twenty then or let me see. O open it and let me see. So the field and the cave is that where that Abraham and was and so. So man of God. So I didn't a baby say any ho. Okoblemunyame. <laughs> 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 Give, give it Genesis 
long life has I'm No one shall suffer miscarriages or be barren in your land. I will fulfill. So go to verse 24. Verse 24. Verse 24. You shall not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do according to their works. But you shall utterly overthrow them and completely break down their pillars. Verse 25. Verse 25. Then we pray. You shall not. So you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and your water and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Verse 26. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land and I will fulfill the number of your days. When you serve God, God will cause you to fulfill the number of your days. Be on your feet. Be on your feet. Be on your feet. May God help you to serve him. May God help you to serve him. You want to pledge allegiance to serve him. You want to pledge allegiance. Long life, vitality, energy. He shall bless you with it. When you serve him. There is long life in service. There is long life in it. There is long life. Now listen to me. You see, when I'm to leave you to pray for your needs, it will be so much that some of them you can't even recall. But you know what service does? Service, I mean, commits everything you are looking for. It even including the things you are not, you are not wishing for or you've not prayed for. Sometimes you may be praying in this direction, thinking that it's an auntie that is doing whatever, whatever. Or is this thing that has locked whatever, whatever. But your service will become a, a, an anchor, a fortified something that is battening so many things for you. You want to pledge allegiance to God. The strength to serve Him. The power to serve Him. There is nothing powerful than service. Thank you for listening to Language of Hope. We believe you were blessed. One more? Head on to New Spring AG on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel on New Spring AG. God bless you.